and welcome back to Happy Mum, Happy Baby, the podcast. Today is the final episode of January and I'll listen back to my favourite episodes of all time. Now, we have a lot of fun recording this podcast and I can't remember laughing and crying more than I did in this recording. They have one of the most popular podcasts in the UK, Shag Married Annoyed, as well as their own TV show and, of course, their two boys, Robin and Rafe. They've become close friends and I absolutely adore them. It's Chris and Rosie Ramsey. Welcome to another episode of Happy Mum, Happy Baby, the podcast. Today's guest, well, I've got I've got two, and I've got my first married couple. Both, I'm going to say you're both comedians, one in a traditional way, and yeah. the other one just makes me laugh into my phone hysterically. I'd it's Chris that. and Rosie Ramsey! Yay. Yay! I would say you're both comedians. Do you think, does yes. that annoy you, Chris, as an actual not, comedian? God, no, not, not in the slightest, not. Sure. You are of a funny not. person, you make people lol. Yeah. I'll take it. As a job. I'm happy with that. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Thanks. Yeah. David Walliams classes himself as a comedian. He's never done stand-up, so there you go. Oh, well, then. yeah, thanks. Very boringly, I once heard that the difference was comic. A comic is someone who does stand-up. A comedian is someone who makes a laugh on telly or something else. Oh, yeah, really? I'll be putting it on my CV. There we go. Just don't put because comic. she said it. Don't <laughs> put comic, I'll get divorced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> comedian by Giovanna Fletcher. She has her stuff. <laughs> so how are you both? Good, we're very, very good, thanks, yeah. Happy Wonderful. to be here, thanks for having us. Are you? <laughs> yeah, really happy. And you're used to all this like podcast stuff now because you've got your own. Yeah, yeah, we have got our own, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. going well. We get that really awkward thing, you know, when we do it together, we're like, who's going to talk? Yeah. Who's talking first? Well, I'm going to let you lead because I don't know. I just feel like I'm going to let you, you're, on, you're sitting on the left. It's happy mum, happy baby. It's not happy dad, happy baby. I think I'll just take a back seat. I'm not quite sure why you're here, actually. <laughs> Should I just nip out? <laughs> It's nice having, I think, a couple on because we've never had that. Like, it's two people together talking yeah. about, you know, becoming parents and whatever. Yeah. So it's, it's nice. Oh, well, thanks. You get to defend yourself a little bit. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, not that much. Not that much. I'll still love his life. So, what were your childhoods like? Right, we're actually sure. similar because we're from the same place, yeah. but different because I've got two siblings. Yeah. Chris is an only child. Ooh. So yeah. the stories of growing up, they're really different, aren't they? Yeah. Rosie likes to play a little tiny little violin for herself and her childhood. Do you know uh-huh. what I mean? Never had my own room. Never, ever. Never had her own room. Until I was 18 and my sister moved out. Yeah. It was the first time. Whereas Chris had one his whole life. I had two. Do you know what I mean? You had two? Uh, two rooms. What yeah. do you mean? I just, just used to, sometimes I used to sleep in the spare room as well, just because why not? Wow. Oh, that is, that's so selfish. You just turned your I mic just... up when I said that. You should just took that as a moment to turn our mic off. Well, I'll nick a couple of decibels on that. Middle childhood. Syndrome. Can't hear myself above all these people. It's terrible. Can't hear, can't hear myself above the droning tragedy of my childhood. Pathetic. So, yeah, different childhoods. Yeah. But all, lovely all the same. Yeah, we, we knew each other. We met when we were about 13, 14. That was the first time we met each other genuinely right. yeah we met in the street um when you <laughs> what, pl- were you, what were you doing playing out playing oh, out. nice yeah um yeah. yeah so rosie and her friend were coming around to see the bigger boys around the corner who rosie's friend was going out with mm-hmm. and uh and we sort of passed in the street and they'd come and stand with us for a bit it must have only been a, a week-long period <laughs> uh, i always remember i thought ah she sleeps with her sister loser um, <laughs> doesn't even that's who hasn't even got her own room yeah <laughs> She smelled like damp washing to you. She did smell like damp washing. Hey, we can't be talking to her. 
But yeah. And yeah, and then uh, really orbited each other, haven't we, really? Yeah. Yeah. And we all, like, now we still live in the hometown where we both grew up. Is that is that something you talked about? Like, was that a big decision to make or...? Kind of just happened because we've both worked away from home a lot since, well, me from 18, you doing comedy from about 21, weren't you? Yeah. yeah. And then we were both home, living at the same time. And uh, it was just kind of like we just stayed, you know? Houses are a lot cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> we've got child, money. Yeah, yeah. child care on the doorstep, yeah. you know? So we've just stayed. One of our favourite things to do with an evening in the house is turn on an episode of Location, Location, Location. <laughs> but when it's a London one, it's like comedy oh, for us. It's really? It's a London one. Pause it. We'll go, three bed semi, 700. Ah, Rosie, <laughs> Rosie, come and see this. Just pissing ourselves and we, walk ra- we walk around the house going yeah. look at this <laughs> it's great it was when we did the uh, Sarah Cox show and Sarah Cox said, you still live up north, don't you? And we were like, yeah, how does she know that? And she went, yeah, I listened to your podcast and you said the back living room and I thought, yeah, they still live in the north. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. we actually, this is, I don't know if you know this, we live on a street where I used to walk through when I was younger to, from my old house to go to the shops and it was the really posh street and I was like, I'd love to live here. Aww. Aww. She was chips though. Yeah. <laughs> I say posh, I mean... It's not that posh. It's posh for where we live. It's posh for where we live. (laughs) So how old were you when you officially got together? It was literally New Year's Day 2013 was when we officially started going out. That's it. There you go. New Year's Day. Mm -hmm. I held off just so it would be really easy to remember. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Wanted to get married on Christmas Day. That didn't didn't pan out. Um, Yeah, so we got together that day. So it'll be, yeah, whatever the maths is on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know what the maths is on that day. 14, 15, 16, 18, 19. (laughs) Yeah, six years, six or seven years ish. Something. So I how old are we? Anyway. Oh, I've got a nosebleed. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to all your listeners. That was tedious. That was a northern man trying maths. Heaven's above. Oh god! I nearly passed out so, there. I'm seeing spots. So, so after passing each other on the street all the time and hanging out as kids, how yeah. did that happen? How did that trans like well, transition happen? Well, we then went to college. Mm-hmm. And I sat next to your boyfriend. I mean, you wouldn't think (laughs) how you went to college. I sat next to her current boyfriend in maths, believe it or not. (laughs) In bloody maths. I mean, I quit after a couple of months. Uh, I sat next to your current boyfriend, and then I remember. Oh, when I was there. Not now. Not your boyfriend now, (laughs) no. I don't don't know him. I've never met him. Um, (laughs) I hear him leaving at night sometimes. Um, (laughs) He slams the gate. But then we got together, we, we sort of, sorry, we knew each other, we'd walk past each other in, in the corridor at mm-hmm. college, wouldn't we? Used to we? say hello, didn't we? Used to say hello. Even though it was weird, we've talked about this, even though we, we weren't mates, we didn't really know each other, we'd only spent that time of knowing each other when we were younger, but there was always a, e hello, mm-hmm. and it was like, e hello, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's sweet. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I came back from a tour in 2012, and then I, I met you again, and then that was that. We kissed in a, a mutual friend's garage. So that Why was nice. the garage? Why the garage? I Why don't know. Why the garage? Because we'd been on a night out and we went back to his mum and dad's house because um, he lived with his mum and dad at the time and we were drinking and we were in the garage because I think the living room was too loud or something. We were, we were in the garage. I don't know why we were in the garage. I know, I know their garage, actually. It's a little bit like done out. It's like a little... Oh, OK. Not a little really like a bar. It's not like right. a garage garage next to the lawnmower type thing. The main point <laughs> is it was classy. It was classy and upmarket. We sound disgusting. We are utter scumbags. <laughs> so sorry. It's such a lovely podcast. Do you want <laughs> We have ruined it. Scum. Oh, that's scum. 
It'll not be on. Happy scum, happy baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fast forward a few years, yes, yes. <laughs> and 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 you start a family. Yeah, yeah we did. So yeah. was that something that you you've already married by that point? So did you think <clears> like that's the next bit to do? Like yeah. let's get on it. We, we, <laughs> we were one of them people that this is going to sound really silly. At that time in my life, I'd only heard about people having complications to get right. pregnant. Yeah. So we'd been married for about six months. Yeah. And it was at the Christmas, and we just kind of said, should we just not be as careful you know we want we knew we wanted children and we were like should we just not be as careful and um i was like it'll take take like a year yeah you, you know, know. Oh, yeah we had sex twice <laughs> and i was pregnant <laughs> it's so funny because tom always says when we like first started trying for a baby he was like we're gonna have so much sex yeah <laughs> i was straight away like oh yeah no, i know it's like sorry now i now i don't want to touch you ever again no and tom's like don't in pregnancy he's like no no i'm the same yeah, i can't really? do it yeah i don't like it at all yeah. it really upsets us <laughs> yeah it really it really freaks us out just nowhere near I don't like it at all it's like there's a baby in there don't go jamming your oh no it's not it's just I don't want to even talk about it it makes us feel all cold inside it's like that's, that's his house that's, that's the baby's house what are you doing baby's house how good would you be if someone if you just one door you could hear the letterbox going and you looked and there was just some guy sticking it's not cool I mean I'd be good to be honest I'd be like get out, get out. I'm absolutely, I, honestly, I, I'm totally with Tom on that. I find it, and I don't know why, I just find it weird. I don't know why. And it's this thing, it shouldn't be, but it's just once your partner becomes the sort of vessel for, for your child, you just want to sort of protect them and you just want to kind of, it's not that you don't still find them attractive because pregnant women's a beautiful, beautiful don't thing. Don't you? I look terrific. Don't lie to me. <laughs> I wouldn't, I didn't blame you. Yeah, but other pregnant women are beautiful. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Oh, we are doing it. <laughs> oh, God, I'm walking home. I'm walking home. Yeah. <laughs> you are thin ice, mate. Thin. <laughs> so how was that moment, though, when you found out you were pregnant? Oh, uh, we were on holiday. It was horrible. It was, was well, it? Yeah. Oh, it's a long story. Right, so basically, we went to Dubai. I'd broke my foot. Well, I'd, I tore, like, the ligaments in my fr- foot so I could hardly walk. Yeah. The weather was shocking. So we couldn't go for a walk... And then the weather was terrible, so we were just going to get drunk. And I took a pregnancy test, found out I was pregnant, and we couldn't drink. So I was like, "This is nothing. It was purgatory. We, we sat and read Kindles in our yeah. room. It was so and weird. It was horrible. So yeah. So when you when the weather's bad on holiday, what do you do? You go for a walk. If it's Dubai, mm-hmm. you go for a walk around the malls or whatever, or you get on it. We couldn't do either of them things. No. It was checkmate. It was a catch twenty two. When your first time you're pregnant, you're like, "What can I eat?" Yeah. So I was Googling everything, and I think you get so paranoid about it, so I was like, I can't eat that, I can't have that. Yeah. Do you know? So I was just eating, I was like, just eating chips. Yeah, <laughs> just... we phoned your mum and told your mum. Yeah. We didn't phone my parents, we didn't really tell anyone. I told one of my mates, and then it was like, oh, congrats, I right, bye. And then it was just like sitting, <laughs> what are we doing now? Yeah. It was so strange. But, but we were very happy, obviously. You're we were over the moon, the moon yeah. so... But it was just a strange experience of finding out, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, really, really strange. If I remember rightly, I was asleep. And you got up in the middle of the night to do a pregnancy I, test. I had a really weird feeling, even though I thought it would take so long to get pregnant, yeah. just because we'd had underprotected sex, and I think I was late coming on to my period. And I just I just knew it was about four o'clock in the morning, and I got up and I took a pregnancy test with me, and I did it, didn't I? Yeah. 
And it was one of those, you know, the ones where it comes on, like, tells you how oh, far along you are. I can only cope are. with that. I yeah. can't cope with the lines. No, oh, yeah. yeah What's that? Needed, Hieroglyphics. Yeah. It's madness, isn't it? <laughs> I need, is it pale? Is it dark? Yeah. We need a definite answer, people. Just yeah. tell me. Pregnant, not pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Done. In a perfect world, it would be a speaker. <laughs> like, you'd weigh on it and go, shh. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, having a baby. <laughs> but I woke you up and it was it was lovely. You woke us up. I said, yeah, I think I opened the little mini bar. I think I had a little beer to celebrate. And then I think did I literally you? rolled oh, over and went back to sleep. Did yeah, you actually? I did. In your face. I <laughs> chugged it. I did a thing in America where you put a hole in the bottom and you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never stopped drinking at all during my pregnancy. Oh, I'll tell you what. Pregnant wife. Free taxi is the best. <laughs> It's the greatest taxi service in the world. I was so, I was drinking the things you wouldn't normally drink at. Honestly, really? Nando's during the day. I go on, then I'll have a beer. <laughs> really? What? She's driving. <laughs> How was pregnancy? Did you find it like an easy ride? No, I hated it. Really? I just did not enjoy not having control over my body. I know this sounds so silly, but growing up, I feel like I've known my body really well, and then to just be hurled into just the unknown, it really didn't sit well with us. And I, I put on five stone as well. So I was just like a massive, just walking around. I just felt, I just felt disgusting, didn't I? And I just... You didn't enjoy it. I, don't get me wrong, I loved growing, I loved growing a baby, I loved feeling them kicking, yeah. I loved that we were going to be a family, I, I loved all that kind of side of it, but the hormones and, like, um, I luckily didn't get sickness, touching wood, like, if I'm going to get it again, <laughs> um, but I got headaches and I was just tired mm. and, yeah, and Chris was working away a lot yeah. and I think I was just... I was just an emotional wreck. I, I think some women glide through it and then others don't so much. Yeah. And I think you've just got to be honest. Cause no, I think every pregnancy is different as well. Absolutely. I don't think it makes you a worse mum if you didn't enjoy no. being pregnant, you know. I adore Robin as soon as he was born. I was like, yes, it's <laughs> been worth it. Yeah. <laughs> but I hated you a week ago. have a grudge the whole of his life. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Those nine months you stole from me. <laughs> when he gets his first house, go to the landlord. Mind you, he's a terrible tenant. He is... He is terrible. Riggy. Kicks the walls, <laughs> makes you feel sick. Yeah. But no, I, I, I don't look back on it and Fondly. think. No, mm. moments, don't get me wrong, moments where we'd like, you know, when you stroke your belly and whatever, but then most, the majority, I was just, I was just knackered. So what was the labour like and meeting Robin? Ah, oh, uh, labour was a fun old time. Um, strangely, I actually quite enjoyed it nice I'm gonna be that's the thing hated pregnancy <laughs> labour no I, I've told you this I, it was the most powerful thing I've ever done in my whole life did you do him birthing or anything like that no no nothing like that it was a nightmare but I just <laughs> uh, I got a growth scan the week before because I was huge and they said you can have a cesarean mm-hmm. or you can try natural they said the baby can be <clears> anywhere <throat> between 8 pounds and 12 pounds that's what I was I didn't have a clue <clears throat> they didn't have a clue. They didn't though. know. Yeah. And I really wanted a natural birth. I was like, I just want to see what it's like, blah de blah. So I got induced on my due date. I was in labour for 18 hours and then had an emergency C section because I wasn't dilating enough. Right. Which was fun. I was like dimorphine all over the place. So like, sign this. I was going, oh God, I'll sign whatever. And then had a cesarean. Robin was born and he was ten pound eleven and a half. So I was oh like, my gosh, yeah. a toddler. Uh, yeah. yeah, he didn't fit in the clothes that we bought. Oh. We had to get three to six months. Oh my gosh, of course. Because mm-hmm. even like up to one month, it's yeah. like 10 pounds. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Massive. Huge. 
But it was they were just... all laughing, weren't they, when they got them out? <laughs> yeah, literally, like, so I sort of, when they did it, I, I kind of, st- I'm really squeamish. I would never stand at the business end, right? So I was sort of, I had my head right next to Rosie, and I was, mm. like, just kissing her on the cheek, and she was obviously numb from, like, the neck down because they were doing the cesarean, and they had the sheet up there, and I heard them, like, they said you hear, like, a, like that, as, like, a suction thing, and he came out, and you could literally just hear the nurses and that going, oh, oh, hey, size of head, Jean, Jean, look at this. We didn't know what. We didn't know if he was a boy and or a girl. We were like, what? I was like, I was like, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right. Is it a boy or a girl? And they were like laughing their heads off. He was massive. He was huge. He was so big. Oh, but oh Bless gosh, it's heart. weird. You don't think about it very often, but oh, it was, it was lovely. It was really nice, wasn't it? And then. I remember, because obviously when you have a cesarean, you get numbed, mm. which is really strange. Like, because we came out and I was like, I can't feel my legs. Yeah. So you just kind of lay there. And um, Robin was in these little, in the little basket. You were asleep there. Yeah. And I remember you were asleep and I was kind of just dozing. And I just remember staring at him being like, hello. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so nice to strange, meet you. Isn't it? It's just like, hello. When you're alone with that baby for the first time and it's like, what the hell do I do? Isn't it? Yeah. So, I, yeah. Well, I think we're so geared up to the like birth and them arriving. Yeah. And like those moments afterwards, you're like, me? Not, not a clue. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. And then, oh, I couldn't breastfeed, which was devastating. And trying to do that for about how long? About a week and a half. Really? It was hell. Oh, yeah. Hell on earth. It was yeah. Because I was adamant to do it, wasn't I? Bless I hadn't you. even thought I felt about so bad for you. And how many women touched your boobs in that time? Oh, so many. Like, you just don't care about the end. You're like, no, you know, whatever. I was like, Grab squeeze them, on that nipple, <laughs> see what you can get out. They were great, to be fair. They, is it called Lech, the Lech lady? The, la- uh, the, the uh, lactation, uh, lactation consultant. Yes, she came yeah. to the house. <clears throat> <laughs> just the strangest. Just trying to squeeze your nipple into your baby's mouth. Someone else doing it. I was yeah. like, this is horrible. <laughs> I'm crying, Robin's crying. Yeah. And then... Uh, it was a shame because they say, like, breast is best and all that, which obviously it is, but what they don't say is how hard it is to do sometimes and the lady came round and there must have been at one point I was downstairs and you were upstairs with the lady and with mm-hmm. Robin for easily an hour and 45 minutes mm-hmm. of her a professional just literally wedging the nipple into Robin's mouth yeah. he finally latched and she was like brilliant he's latched and then she left and then the next time you tried it, w- it would have been another hour and a half yeah. and I made an executive decision one night I said I'm going and filling the bottle up and I filled the bottle and then he was happy and he slept and he stopped mm-hmm. crying and the lady came back a week later and she went, how are you getting on with the breastfeeding? And Rosie said, we've given in, we've gone on bottle. She went, oh, thank God, I'm so glad you did really? that. Really? But yeah. she was never going to tell us to do, she was never going to say, look, you need to go bottle because all breast is best, which is fair enough. But if someone can't do it, you need to tell them that they yeah. can't do it because yeah. you were in a right state. And I, I felt was. so helpless. It's hard. And then my milk came in. It came in really late. It took about, it must have been about, nine days really? if not longer for my leg milk to come in and I think I know this sounds so silly but I didn't really understand until you've experienced your milk coming in you don't know what you, people keep saying my mum used to keep saying your milk will come and I'm going I don't know what you mean nothing's yeah, working I think it's <laughs> happened <laughs> like, oh, why there's nothing coming out <laughs> he's here and there's nothing coming out and uh, and then it did and I was like right but then he was on the bottle by then and yeah. it was kind of like I did try again I do remember trying again I think he was like no, this isn't this isn't the crack. I think it's such so. an emotional thing, isn't it? So I think people don't like to lead people into making a decision mm-hmm. because you're the one that's yeah, you know, all the yeah. guilt and everything that comes with it, and it shouldn't. Your baby is fed. Your yeah, baby is yeah. happy. Absolutely. You are happy as a result. Absolutely. As yeah. soon as he had that bottle, 
We were just like... It was a different kid. Oh, my God. Really? It was a different... It was like... It was like... It was the baby version of an angry person at a restaurant table <laughs> going, where's this weirdo with me? And then he got it and he was like, ah, oh, it's dead happy. So yeah. that, that was that. And to oh, be honest, him. I'll try again. I would try breastfeeding again now that I feel I know more about it. Mm. But I would never put myself under the pressure that I did. Yeah. With Robin. Mm. I think I'd just be a bit more like, look, if it works, it works. Mm. If it doesn't, there's another option. You know? yeah. So did that kind of take over that first few weeks? Because for me with yeah. Buzz, it, I, I literally would take an hour and a half to feed him and it felt like he'd go away for an hour and then he'd come back. And I, I'd, I'd find it quite daunting. As soon as he'd yeah. cry, people would be like, oh, he wants his mum. And I'd be like, yeah. no! Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. When we were trying so hard, it did, because I expressed, so he would take in my express milk, <laughs> like, the time, I'm just <laughs> sure holding up, yeah, like an ounce. <laughs> yeah. He would take that. But then we were giving him formula from a cup because we didn't want him to get too oh, used to having a... Oh, yeah. it was so, it was so frustrating weird, yeah. and weird. I remember just being so sad because I'd have to, like, to get him to try and breastfeed, he'd just have to kind of lick around my nipple and just mm-hmm. be like that. And it was just really strange, wasn't it? And then once we'd given the bottle, we could take turns. Yeah. And it, it was a... Sleep. Yeah, it was a really big relief. And for me as well, because he was so big, my caesarean scar was like... Oh, my gosh, picking him up and everything. Yeah, Well, that was yeah. the thing. That's, it was that's, really hard. That's what the lady said. Again, again, I'm not slagging off breastfeeding in any way, shape or form, but she said, oh, I'm so glad you've decided bottle because with the size he is mm. and with the fact that you had a C-section, this was never going to happen. Mm. That's what she said, remember? Yeah. Yeah, but everyone's I, different. There might have been people can do who've it done as well, that. Though. Dads mm. can feed from form. I mean, express it. Dads can feed express milk as well. But I did. I very much enjoyed feeding them. You really, really liked it, didn't absolutely you? Absolutely yeah. loved it. Like, yeah, really? just the eye, just a little tiny. Little, well, not tiny. Was massive. I mean, give you, <laughs> give you a dead arm, <laughs> but just this little, this little dude, just. A, Drinking away, I don't know. This we had a um, we had a good system though, because Chris went back oh, on tour ten days after Robin was born. I know. I'm hiding behind the mic, so you can't give it. No, no, it wasn't. It, do you not remember? It wasn't planned. Your tour was booked. His tour was booked, and because we got pregnant so quick, yeah. his tour was booked. So it was just like, and you know, had, we've got to just would, do it. Any other tour, I would have moved it, but it was uh, it was the DVD tour, right. and I also had Royal Variety performance that mm. year as well. So I, I had to, it was like, look, we we'll have to do this. Listen, like, this, this little thing, is, this little child is the reason I have to do this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it was horrible. But I remember seen... crying in the ta- when the taxi really? picked us up. I cried all the way down the street, yeah. You yeah. used to come home, though, from a gig at about 2, 3 in the morning, and he would do the during the night Don't feed. do the during the night feed. Ah. So we had quite a little, a nice little system, and you used to sometimes wait up if you got in a bit earlier mm-hmm. for his feed, and then, so I didn't have to do that one, and then I'd get up in the morning. So it kind of, nice. it it ended up working, didn't it? My tour manager has never done so much nighttime driving in his <laughs> I life. I know, lesson. yeah, you had to come home quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Where was Shropshire? Get in the car, back home. <laughs> got a baby to feed. I don't think people talk that much about mm-hmm. the, like dads having to work away and yeah. that and that emotional tug. Oh, it was mm. awful. Yeah, it was it was really hard. The first one back wasn't actually a two issue. It was a corporate gig in Edinburgh, mm. and I got in the taxi and I was coming back that night. I got in the taxi and I drove to the station and I went and did the gig in Edinburgh. Then me two manager drove back from Edinburgh and I knew I was coming back that night. That was one of the first mm. nights I did the feed. But just leaving, I was crying just leaving for that. I was like, I'm leaving them for like, what's going to happen? And I've got to say, like, you are amazing, to be fair. Oh, if it was the other way around, if you'd left me 10 days <laughs> with a 10 day old baby, I mean, the house would burn down. <laughs> I would be a night, I'd be the worst. So, you know, f- amazing. You How were amazing. was that for you? Uh, hard. Yeah. Really hard. Yeah. And, um, my mom tells me off now, still, that she mentioned it the other day, actually. I was that stupid, silly person who doesn't 
stop. accept help or didn't stop. And uh, I wish I had. Yeah. De- it, honestly, if I have another one, I will take all the help because I was just a bit. I kind of just wanted to do it myself, but it it you was hard. Move sometimes because mm. of the scar and mm. and, and, and you, yeah. you had a so what do you have? You had a hematoma or whatever they called it. It, yeah. it. it got really bad. It burst, didn't it? There was like it a did. thing. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, it's got fun and games. Yeah, there was like a little lump on the thing and it burst and it was. Mm. Oof. But we were no, we were all right. You were you were back every so often. It wasn't like you went. Cause there's some ladies who whose partners are in the army and yeah. they're gone for like. But I think it's all months. about being like it's all relative to you. Isn't yeah, it? it's what yeah. you're going yeah. through. It's, was, it was all yeah. very well in that moment when you're in your room crying. Oh, Christmas <laughs> away, but at least it's back. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. in that no, moment, does it? Two o'clock Absolutely. in the morning, sitting with a screaming baby. I was like, where is my husband? <laughs> I had a four week when Buzz was four weeks old. Tom just slept in the spare room because he was on tour and he didn't want to get a cold. Oh. And Matt just being in a separate room, I was like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's intense, isn't it? Yeah. It is the emotional bit of it because I knew how much you were missing it. What you're laughing I at? I just remember there. Sorry, when I was in, just about Tom not wanting to get a cold. It, that's the thing as well. When you're on tour, you gotta be careful. So I remember, I was in. Aberdeen, I was ready to do Aberdeen on that very tour. I went to Pizza Express, I think, had some food, and I thought, oh, I feel a bit, little bit strange. And then Rosie phoned us and said, uh, right, um, Robin's got a sickness bug, I've got a sickness bug, it's in the post, mate. Oh, and I went, yes. all right, and I did an hour gig. And at the end of the gig, I was sick on stage. And then I came I remember home. that. Oh, in yeah. the bucket, weren't you? I, was, I had a bucket next to us for the full gig. And it was that. I'd caught it from from the previous. Yeah, that just reminded us there. But it was the phone call of, he's being sick, I'm being sick, you're probably going to be being sick. I think it was, no, it was at the Nova. It was Norovirus, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a good gig. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. Goodness, that was on that tour. That was on that, yeah. Fun and games, God, Don't get no sick days, do you? No. You don't get sick days. No sick days. Not in this right. job. Nah. Fun and games. But again, it's you holding the fort. Yeah, I'll never I'll never be able to fully thank you for that, but you are brilliant. Handbags will well do. Done. Thank you. So these headphones are cutting out again. <laughs> I, uh... People are going to think it's a really shoddy yeah. setup. Yeah, no, it's not a shoddy setup, it's an amazing setup. Like trying I'm, to get out of it. Like I've just said, when we record hours in the house, we sometimes have to close the curtains because the neighbour's mowing his lawn and you can hear him. Oh, gosh. This is a great setup. So, uh, obviously, Robin started growing. Was it weird that suddenly your life evolved around something completely different? Yeah, yeah. It, mm. it, it, it does. Our life does roll still now. Revolves around him, but I think this is going to sound a bit silly. But we have said this as well. Now, before we had Robin, did as well with you before we have a children. You do kind of just do something. You get a bit bored. I remember us being a bit bored sometimes, weren't yeah. we? And then you have a child, and you're like, I'm never bored ever. But yeah. I kind of miss being bored. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. You can't we just lounge to... on the sofa now. And no, do never, now. never, that... ever. We used to binge shows, and then we would fall asleep on the sofa at midnight. Wake up at three, wander to bed, go to sleep. Mm. Wake up at ten or whatever. Go and get breakfast. Go back to bed. Eat it in bed. I want to go back in time, grab that version of myself, and give him a slap around the face, and go do, go out, do something, go and. Anything you're gonna have a kid soon, and you're gonna be in the house Enjoy all the time. It all. Go to pubs, go out drinking, go go for fancy meals, go on holiday. You absolute time waster. Get a booze cruise. Yeah, get a go on a cruise, do something. I've got mates who don't have kids, and I speak to them now, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, we're just gonna work in the pictures last night. We're just gonna go for a couple of drinks." And I go, "Oh good, uh, choke on it, choke on it, enjoy it." Oh. 
<laughs> but you don't know what you do with your time, do you? You don't know what you did with your time before, kid. Mm. Will that sleep? Mm. Oh, God. It'll all the sleep. Do you remember sometimes we used to be like, oh, I've only had nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> nine hours? Do you remember? <laughs> we, yeah. had, we had a day off for, from work for us was uh, we'd sit in bed and I remember there was times we had breakfast, lunch, and then possibly tea in bed. In bed. Sorry, dinner for the southern dinner. listeners. Oh, yeah, yeah. dinner. Sorry, Breakfast, early lunch, dinner. dinner in bed. In bed. Yeah. Which just never happen now unless Craziness. you're ill. Yeah, yeah, unless you're ill, <laughs> Even yeah. then that doesn't Even, happen. No, it doesn't, nah. does it? It never you happens. I feel bad. I was ill this weekend and I felt bad mm. being in... Uh, Rosie, mm. amazingly, let us... Well, not amazing, but, you know, thanks. Um, amazing <laughs> on your part. <laughs> not, not surprise. <laughs> you went out, you took Robin out, didn't you? And I was, I was in for the day and uh, I stayed in bed mm-hmm. and uh, I felt... Bad. Even though I was ill, yeah. I thought I'm going. This is uh, this is wrong. It's Why guilt. am I doing this? It's, it's guilt. It's guilt. total guilt. Well, that guilt starts straight away. Straight I think it starts away. as soon as you find out you're pregnant. That guilt. Do you think? Yeah. Not for a man, but carry on. <laughs> yeah. Nothing starts for a man until the baby arrives. Right. Taxi driver for nine months, but yeah. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But then that comes into the whole. I can't eat that. Yeah. Oh no, I feel terrible about that. And um, I remember one day I had a long day when I was working. I was uh, I went to like a press day or something, and I was on my feet. All day, and then I remember getting home thinking, "Yeah, I feel terrible. Is the baby all right? Like I haven't, yeah. he, he hasn't moved much." And you're right, the guilt is straight away. So, what has been your biggest surprise with Robin? Up until recently, I would have moments where I would look at him and go, oh "God, I'm responsible for everything about you, the all-encompassing vastness of it. It's it's so important that just this little child is your whole world." Mm. And it's it, if you think about it too much, it can genuinely give yourself a headache. It's mm. craziness. And you want them to be, you want them to be great, don't you? But that's it as well. Yeah. His future, everything he does, everything he does in the future. And I sit, I worry about stuff that hasn't even happened yet. We were watching a show, weren't we? Can you remember watching Are You the One? And there was a guy crying. Oh my god, I love yeah. Are You the One. Is it's amazing. So isn't it good, incredible? Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it incredible? It's it's great, yes. I say that the host has the best job because he gets to go in and shout at those dickheads. It's the best job in the world. Aren't they just ridiculous? But we were watching it and there was a guy crying. A girl wanted nothing to do with him and he was crying his eyes out. He'd known her 20 minutes. He was crying his eyes out. And I turned to you, didn't I? And I was like, one day Robin's going to get his heart broken. She was like, grow up. What is wrong with you? This is is you, though. But that's what I'm trying to get at. It's the fact that not just now he's a responsibility, everything he does for the when he starts going out everything as well it's guilt yeah. you feel that guilt, guilt of you've brought them into this life and you're actually going to expose them to all of this emotion yeah. that you can't control yeah, yeah. everything I see I see something on the news about yeah. the, the, the other week water's going to run out I went oh sorry mate <laughs> hope, you, hope you like drinking all that stuff like I feel like I need to apologise for everything for him mm. do you know what I mean it's crazy It'll what about you um, <laughs> biggest surprise oh biggest, biggest surprise, surprise. um I think, I don't know if this is the right way to answer, but my biggest surprise is Robin himself. He's weirdly not how I thought he would be. He's really? better than I thought he would be. Yeah, see him. See he's, him. He's great. Like, honestly. He's got so much character. Oh, my, yeah. Like, we can't believe it, can we? He's just, you're going to cry. Oh, I don't know. Don't not. cry. He's so emotional. <laughs> um, he's quality, man. He's, he's so just cool. brilliant. And I don't know, that's my biggest surprise, I think, how his personality is just has formed and he's just turned into this proper cool little man mm. and he, he just he's great you're you, actually yeah, crying can you remember <laughs> can you remember when, um, when we brought him back and, yeah I just, I just love him he's just lush I, uh, can you remember when we brought him back this is I love this moment as well it's so oh, funny and so yeah we brought him back mm. and uh, he was I think 
you know, Rosie was having her first bath since the hospital. Nice, nice moment. Um, oh, good yeah. moment, yeah. And was he was downstairs. He might have been with your mum or with my mum. Someone was downstairs with him, is my point. We didn't just leave him downstairs. <laughs> Telly's on, there's the remote, mate. This is a disclaimer. Two he days old. Yeah. <laughs> Two days old. <laughs> Stuff in the fridge. <laughs> and he was lying down, uh, obviously, and I went upstairs and, and I was making sure she was okay in the bath and you were sitting and you were getting emotional in the bath and you were crying. Can you remember what you said to us? <laughs> <laughs> she was crying her eyes out and I was going, are you okay, doctor? I was like, yeah, yeah, because it was all so much. She went, <laughs> he's a day old. She went, do you think he's happy? <laughs> I don't think he really gets the concept of happy, if I'm honest with you. Do you think he likes the house? That was it, I, that was the other way. Do you think he likes the house? I forgot that. That's the funniest bit, I forgot it. Do you think he likes the house? Do you think he's happy? Well, I've been brooding for nine months. I wanted a good review. A good review. Hey, you gave him five stars, Trip Advisor. <laughs> <laughs> Give you a womb three. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I do remember. I mean, I was, oh, God, the emotions after you've had a baby. It's yeah. crazy, isn't it? Well, and that's the thing, like, with you being away as well, like, if that was me, I'd have been, like, an emotional wreck. Oh, I was. <laughs> I was. Really? But uh, I've, my mum's great, though. I've got a really, really good family, and your mum and dad as well. So I was all right. I was quite... Grounded. I saw everyone during the day. Yeah. It was just the night times that I found a bit well, that was quite they're difficult. They're so they're so lonely, mm-hmm. and sometimes yeah. those night times feel like they're never ending. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's I remember going to bed at nine o'clock thinking, and I think Robin was about eight weeks old thinking, "Well, get an early night. Come on, son, go up nine o'clock." I'd put Gavin and Stacey on Netflix, and you then feel like in control uh, at that uh, moment. Yeah, I'm in control. <laughs> nine o'clock, early night, eleven o'clock. You're not asleep yet. You're still crying. Two o'clock in the morning. Why aren't you going to sleep? It's just they just don't have any concept of like. Yeah. Hours or time, well, and that's why it? I think so many people, when people come over and see new mums and dads, it looks like there's everyone's got everything together, and it's actually in those dark moments, yeah. at nighttime, where everything falls apart. Oh yeah, and that's where so many people, that's... you know, yeah. And I was just by myself, rocking in bed, going, <laughs> "Oh my god, what am I doing?" <laughs> good times but you feel like you can't say that because then you feel like you're moaning about becoming yeah. a parent and and that's what you've wanted you yeah. love your baby yeah and then yeah. you have the really high moment of the oh god I love you so much yeah. when they're asleep and you're looking <laughs> at them like oh my god I, could, I just love you so much and then you have the horrible moment so they kind of outweigh each other I think yeah it's that thing as well people, sometimes people have a real go if you have like a, a, a moan about anything to do with having a kid I remember I put a, can remember I put a thing on Twitter it was he'd uh, he woke up wanting his bottle, middle of the night, it was like two, three in the morning. He woke up wanting it crying. I made it, and I had this machine thing, I made it. And then I sat him on my knee, and I went to put it in his mouth, and he fell asleep. And I put the whole story on, and I was like, what a dick. Like, that was the <laughs> little joke. What a dick. The idea of calling a baby a dick, quite funny, because it's just something you should say, like calling a dog a dick. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's just weird. And I got abuse yeah. of people. Oh, what? I can't believe you're saying that. Mm. People can't have children. Why are you saying that? And it's like, no, you don't understand. Yeah, yeah. You don't Fine, understand. I this is my, I'm talking about my situation here. I'm not, this has got nothing to do with anything else. Mm. It's so strange. But it, it, you know, it is something to celebrate and it is something to mourn about. God, I've, I've had a couple of tours mourning about children. It's great. Well, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> how, how have you found talking about parenthood? Yeah. In like, well, in he, your inst- and... he liked your Instagram up, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he's got me 132,000 followers. <laughs> yeah. That must have been so strange for you because you literally came back from tour yeah. and all of a sudden Rosie's got it's however many. Well, I started realising when it, it was every night I would ring you, wouldn't I? After I'd done that, so I had a bit of my last tour where I would say, Oh, I don't know how many of you follow my wife on Instagram and I'll get pockets of cheering. And in some 
places where I, I think I was in Torquay mm. and nearly all of the crowd were like, yeah. And I was like, this, I thought in the Northeast, maybe, yeah. but this is crazy. And then obviously I did the arena and we had to stop the recording because they chanted a name. <laughs> Seven and a half thousand people went <laughs> mad for that. <laughs> Great. Like, again, people go, oh, well, you got to, no, I'm buzzing. She's my wife. She's the mother of me, mother of me child. I love that. I love that you're doing stuff. I love that people are seeing what I see. Do you know what I mean? Not all of what I see. But the good bits. Well, some pictures. Most, most of it. Yeah. Got another line, most of it. Yeah. No, it's great. That's um, that's how I started Instagram when mm. I had Robin because I stupidly left work, didn't I? Yeah. Well, not stupid. Me and Chris were like passing chips in the night yeah. because I did the afternoon shift on the radio, and um, you were home at those. And I wasn't putting Robin to bed like five nights Let's a week. Let's be honest. Don't it, you say we're passing chips in the night? You missed him. You didn't give a shit about it. You missed him. Let's do you know be what? I think any mother. The option was there to not work, and yeah. I think any mother who has that option would probably take it so I took it but then I was just bored and a bit lost I just took to my phone Mm. but (laughs) it's so funny I only had about 500 followers when I started doing it and they were like just mates and stuff (laughs) you know people you know in like the local pub and everything and then I was just kind of talking and then it it got more and more and more well mates of mine used to text us and go Rosie's Instagram's hilarious and people used to come around our house and they go I saw you think oh is this thing they pick something like I don't know something they pick something what's this off your Instagram Uh. and I remember thinking wow okay and then it just went up and up and up and I haven't to be fair I haven't plugged you it's not like I've gone, oh, everyone follow me wife. I have literally been yeah. sat at my desk, meant to be working, and I'm just on on your Instagram, and I'm just snorting. You can see me laughing I know, and I remember that, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. So funny. Oh, thanks. But it's, I think it's that thing as well. You're in a situation that all of us are in, mm. and like, I guess where you take the situation and put it on stage, yeah. you're actually in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In that moment, mm. uh-huh. um, yeah, and I did it quite when Robin was really little. I did it quite a lot more, mm. obviously with him because he was just a baby, and uh, yeah, I think people just related to it, yeah. you know, and yeah, and I didn't really sugarcoat much of it, no. you know, so it was just kind of like the raw bits. It's kind of anti Instagram, wasn't it? It was, it was, it was, it was totally against what Instagram normally yeah. is for, and, and and that's what people loved about it. That's the messages you mm. got. Yeah. Mm. People say it to me after gigs. Oh, I love her so much. She's so real. She's so like you know other other mums and stuff. And yeah, that's. No, it's also the real. parody of vloggers as well. You like, like that, didn't you? Oh, I found that so funny. Oh, honestly, oh, Rosie Mumsy. Rosie yeah. Rosie Mumsy. Oh, I was trying. Well, I thought about doing vlogging. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to do. You got bought me all the equipment for Christmas. I was like, I'm going to do a vlog. I started watching. <laughs> I was watching them on YouTube, and I was like. Oh, I couldn't do this. <laughs> not a chance. They were like they were just I don't know, just not me at all. And I, and really unattainable lives, yeah. a lot of them. And it just made me feel a bit inadequate as a mother. And I was like, Oh, I'm not. Well, that's do the thing, this. isn't it? I think Instagram or anything, YouTube, it's all about following people that make you feel good. Yes, absolutely. They're there for a reason. Yeah, they've got millions of followers because but, people love that to see that. But uh, some of them will make people like you and me feel like, oh, we're yeah. rubbish. Yeah. Why aren't we doing yeah. that? Yeah. Whereas that is so it's so refreshing to see someone who is like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's why people, yeah, mm. can relate to mine a bit. I hope so. 
It's good. You're going to overtake Chrissy. Do you think? Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. How many, I mean, how many followers? I think since Christmas, you've gone up like yeah. 60,000. It has easy. gone up quite a lot. I got 20,000. You know when you retweeted it? Retweeted it. What's <laughs> oh, it called? come on, Grandma. <laughs> Wrong one, sorry. <laughs> when you shared it. I got 20,000 followers. Yeah, I was like, what the hell's going Amazing. on? I'm on 160,000, 163,000. Oh, see, yours has gone up. N- yeah, but you're only 30-odd thousand away from Yours oh. has gone up much faster than mine. I'm going to make a prediction... August. Really? By August, Ooh. you'd be higher than me. That'd be yeah. exciting, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's well, it. I, I Let's have a party. I think I'm going to care. It's great. <laughs> Bloody great. You're never on it. You're not very God, good on it. I just, do you know what it is, right? When I'm, I'm busy writing a show at the minute, I'm writing a stand-up show, so every thought and every possible, mo- every sentence, every word that I feel could be funny goes straight into the notes on the phone yeah. and then straight on stage. Mm. I'm not burning it. I'm not going to burn it on there. Yeah. It's, it's never going to happen. So that's the difference between a stand-up. The odd thing I'll put on there will be, hi, I've got a gig on sale. And everyone's like, oh, you're not very good. And I'm like, well, come and see us live. You'll get it. My wife, if you want to, you'll get that on Instagram. <laughs> if you want instant that's what comedy, go through it. Yeah, I have to brew. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Plus, you've got to pay for my... favourite, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? Like, all of my just creative input goes straight into that at the moment. Yeah. And, then, and then when I'm not writing... I kind of be asked to think of anything new, so you know, and you just you're a Rosie, you're a machine on it. It's really, really impressive how much output you do. It comes quite naturally. I don't really find it very difficult. But that is the best. Yeah. yeah, I think when people are like, I'm posting eight o'clock every night. It, it oh, comes like a machine. And no, I, yeah. I that's can't one do thing. That. That's yeah. my haven't I said that? That's my one rule. If I'm having a bad day and I've got nothing to say. I just don't go yeah, on. Absolutely. No pressure. I, yeah, and I and love when. that. I love that about mine. Mm. I don't feel any pressure from it. I kind of just do it as and when. Got some lovely things out of it. I know I'm doing a bit more on it and making a bit making a bit of money out of it, which is nice. Thank God. Um, yeah. <laughs> God. So that's nice. Be but other worth than that, no. hearing the Instagram stories repeated again and again as she adds tags to them. <laughs> hey, first Hi time. Hi guys. Hi guys. <laughs> Turning, turning line of duty up. He hates it. He's like, can you go in the other room? I'm like, this needs to be done, Chris. Jesus. I'm used to it now. It used to proper wind you us up, didn't it? You hated it, didn't you? It's just like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information, 
information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. So, because of your platforms as well, I first found out about you when you were both on Lorraine. Oh, oh yes. yes. So that's yes. the first. And actually, I messaged you that day. And then oh, you yeah. messaged yeah. 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 Um And I don't think there's many people that talk about miscarriage. No, there's not. And, you know, so second pregnancy for you, time, mm. you two ended in a miscarriage. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about that time first and then talk about why you wanted to share it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, when was it first of all? I guess? It was last August. Last August, yeah. Last August it happened. 12-week scan. We were just there and there was just... No baby. Mm, there was a sack. The sack was there. Yeah. But they said the baby just wasn't, just hadn't developed. So it was just No, the baby had passed a, a few weeks earlier, but I still was, the pregnancy sack had remained, so it's um, blighted ovum. Right. So like a mis- miscarriage. So I was going through all the same pregnancy feelings, still felt pregnant, but the baby had passed a few weeks earlier. And um, yeah, it was just bloody awful, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, and it was that thing, we said it earlier because we fell pregnant like that for the first one and it happened again for the second mm. one and you go oh great well we're just infallible perfect baby making machines here yeah. we go and then you go for the scan and it was uh, yeah it was horrible mm-hmm. in the in the hospital so helpless just lying there going oh god didn't know what to say didn't know what to do I think we weren't going to say anything because we were off social media. And I think when you're so active on social media, we were off for like were a week. Getting, were getting I was getting messages and emails like through other forms of communication going like, are you okay? Mm. Yeah, and um, what happened was, so it was a blighted ovum, but then because I was quite far on, I had to pass the sack. Right. So I had to go into hospital and I had to take tablets and kind of try and get rid of it that way. Almost induced, in it? awful. It was like labour. Mm. It was horrible. 20 hours. Still didn't pass the, the sack. So then I had to go have surgery. And um, that D&C, I don't know the D&C, yeah. name yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think when we got home, we were kind of like, we could just not tell anyone. But do you know what? I personally didn't realise it that happened. I thought, you know, people have miscarriages, you hear about it, you go, oh, that's terrible, so sorry, you get on with your day. I was in hospital in agony for 20 hours. I'd never, other than having Robin, I'd never had an operation, I'd never been under anaesthetic, and it was terrifying, Mm. and it was such a horrible experience, and it was so sad, and I just kind of thought, you know what, we can brush it under the carpet, or we can actually use the little, like, the platform that we have and try and... I don't know, try and raise a little bit of a, an awareness about it, you know? Um, we didn't want to dwell on it as such, so we haven't really, we haven't always talked about it. We're not part of any kind of, you know, organisation, but I'm really glad we did talk yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it... I think it helped a lot of people. It helped, it did. We got a lot of messages, yeah. which is nice. And it helped us. It helped us hugely. It really? was like therapy, yeah. Yeah. Hugely. Because I think when, you, when you're going through it, you feel like you failed. And for you, yeah. you would feel like you failed. You, you failed. Chris, you failed. And and that's something that 
you shouldn't feel. Mm-hmm. But you and there's that anger and there's all those hopes and those dreams that you've already created in your brain. You can't help. Oh, you've absolutely. pictured Robin with the other child and how oh when we go on this holiday, well they'll be that age and what they're going to be like. Yeah. And uh, and all of a sudden that's taken away and, you, and it feels such a lonely time. It's devastating. I've never felt so sad in my whole entire life ever. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I'm going to get upset. It was yeah. It was just. Until it's happened to you, you don't really give it any. No respect's not the word, but you don't see it as this huge thing until it's happened. Someone will tell you, Mm. "Oh, we are. We're not having the baby." You go, "Oh, you're joking. That's terrible." And you kind of don't you know what to say, and you go, "Okay," and you just move on with it. But God, when it happens. It's earth shattering. It's crazy because mm. it's everything that you are thinking about and everything you are moving towards. And and the what was amazing was once we sort of went public about it and told people, I was getting texts from people I'd worked with once mm. years ago, mm. blokes going, "Mate, I just saw you on whatever. I've we've just seen the post. I got inundated. Yeah. Obviously, well wishers who we didn't know, but people who I knew who were going, oh look, we, we had two miscarriages, and I'm like, what? And they just never and told anyone. We're just, we are not the kind. People, yes, there are people who don't want to say it and the people who want to keep it quiet, and I totally get that. And I'm not saying, you have to tell people. If you want to keep it quiet, keep it quiet. Deal with it however you want. Mm. But we aren't the people who no. keep stuff quiet. Me and Rosie, you've heard my podcast. We do not. <laughs> and it really, really helped us. But also, you're giving people who can't talk about it or don't feel like they're in a position to talk about it comfort just by you sharing and them just reading other people's mm, comments yeah so you don't actually have oh, to be an active page. person yeah. Yeah. I, said, I said that on my feed i was like if it's happened to you and you just want to read mm. about other people's stories just have a read and it does actually make you feel a little bit better yeah. weirdly it kind of put us in a different site kind of like because then you hear so many awful stories of couples who you know five six seven miscarriages mm. and you just think gosh it's so hard but you know we, we we've actually i mean i don't think you get over it but we, we're getting there aren't we we're all right and yeah. robin bless him was just the shining light through the whole experience oh god couldn't have done it he? without him he was great even he was going to stay out the night that i got back from hospital he was going to stay at your mum and dad's and i was like no i, I need to see him because i'm just in this pit of misery and he walked through the door didn't he five o'clock and he was like hello and we were like hi yeah <laughs> Yeah, and then it yeah. was like it was like guess what no moping guys yeah. I'm back <laughs> and it was yeah it was almost like I don't know it was almost like he was a um a, like a little cheerleader mm. brought in to just lift the moods it was like he obviously didn't know but it was just like imagine someone knew but wasn't letting on that they knew and they were just trying to take your mind off something yeah. it was essentially like that it was like he knew but he wasn't getting it on and he was trying to just get through it and it was and he did. couldn't have done it without him we yeah. literally did say if, it, if, we, if we hadn't had him it would have been it would have been even worse which is hard to imagine but it would have been bad yeah definitely does it scare you about thinking like about future babies yes Oh, does it? Yeah. Uh, I'm terrified. I was terrified anyway. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think it will. Obviously, when we do want to have another baby, it will be there. Thinking, oh, but you, you can't. I suppose you can't really think like that. You know me, man. I'm I'm already worried about (laughs) having his heart broken by by a 25 year old on a TV show in America that he's never going to apply for. Come on, Jesus. This is Christopher. Thinks about everything. I worry about everything. Christ. Nth degree. I think when the time's right, the time isn't right just yet. Well, not with everything that's happening as well. Yeah, I th- weirdly, it's don't get me wrong. The baby would have been here now, and it would have been wonderful. Well, that's another thing, though, isn't it? You kind of you know roughly when your due date is. You kind of get to that, and you're like, 
you know, it's another moment. Of oh, that was another. Yeah. That was yeah. another date, wasn't it? That yeah, was horrible. But no, we're just kind of, we've got a lot of things going on. Um, for the first time, because I was a stay-at-home man with Robin, which was really intense. Mm-hmm. I'm having a bit of time to kind of do a few things I want to do. But I, I don't think it'll be too much longer. We'll see. Who knows? I didn't get this email, but <laughs> cool. We're going to have to sorry, have I've, sex. I've only, just been sorry. I've only just been looping on this call. Uh, <laughs> Listen, <laughs> yeah, I'll let no, you know we'll a good week in advance. We'll have been right? discussing it. We'll have been discussing it, yeah. yeah. We'll see. Just got, to, just got to see what happens. We yeah. definitely, we'd love more children. Yeah, well, I was an only child, and I don't mm. want Robin to be an only child. Really? Not that it was bad, just that I feel like I missed out on the whole sibling thing. So I want to live it sort of vicariously through mm. him. I want to see what he's like with yeah. siblings, and he's got so much love to give. He'll really? be, oh, yeah. he'd be great. He'll yeah. be amazing. He's a yeah, he'd be fantastic. I find with Buzz, I look back at the things that I did with him, and I'm just like. That is amazing that we had that time, just yeah, us. Like yeah. you guys, I I took Buzz to Australia, and you guys took uh, mm-hmm. Robin to Australia when yeah. he was really young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did his foot. Robin did his first steps in Australia oh, at the pool. Yeah. yeah, first steps upside down, legend. <laughs> um, yeah, how did he not fall over? <laughs> Dad joke there for you. Um, yeah, it was lovely, wasn't it? Yeah. And no, you're I right. Mean, I, yeah. It's lovely. We've had some lush time with I, him. Well, I keep worrying loads about the age gap. Like, but it it doesn't really matter, does it? Like. Yeah. It, I look at it. I look at it both ways because there's, you know, it's lovely having a short age because they're going to be best buds, and there mm-hmm. was like two and a half years between each of me and my brother and sister. But then we've got a friend. We've got a couple. Uh, <laughs> a few friends. A couple, a couple of friends. We've got one friend. <laughs> and Giovanna, the real reason we came here today was to ask, would you like to be our second I friend? I will be your second Yay! friend. Thanks, guys. Get in. <laughs> Great. Two friends. Oh, oh, I feel a bit overwhelmed now. <laughs> I don't want to be your friend anymore, I'm worried. <laughs> it was too easy, too easy. Take it back, take it back. No, are you what talking about oh, yeah. Michael Jordan? Michael and Jordan. Are you talking about them? No, They've got no. a massive gap. No, no, no. Oh, no, um, Michael and... Rachel, they've got ah, Lucy, sorry. who's nine, right. and they've just had Finn. Well, they had Finn two years ago, who's two, so I'll show she's 11 now, sorry. They've got a big age gap, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Lucy's it's amazing. great. Really? They, yeah, like Rachel's got like a helper, you know, like mm-hmm. a, practically a living babysitter, really. Oh, when and they come round our house, Lucy is just in another room with all the kids. <laughs> she very regularly gets a £10 note on the way really? out. Just yeah, yeah, <laughs> honestly, she's, she's great with them. But then she's I was really going to say, my friend Michael and his brother Jordan, they've got a big age gap. And they're now, they're, when they were younger, they weren't yeah. sort of, you know, I, when I knocked around with Michael in the street when I was younger, Jordan was never there because right. the age gap was quite big. He was with different friends. Oh, but well, now, how much are big? It was about six years, is it? I think they are, yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe six or seven mm-hmm. years, yeah. But now... The best but, mates. Yeah, I, I, see, I see Jordan more than I see Michael now. Really? Yeah, and like proper, yeah, proper, really lovely. And they're lush with their grandeur in there, aren't they? It's really weird. They've got a nice family. We were at a party the other day and the grandda came in and both the lads, Michael and Jordan, up straight away going to get in their grandda a seat and all this and they go to the social club with them on a Friday, which is proper northern. <laughs> yeah. So there is, you know. Lovely lads. Yeah. Dead nice lads. But what I'm saying is, yeah, I suppose the big age gap thing is just something, you know, but Robin was never going to play with baby now anyway. It is what it is, isn't yeah. it? It's it kind is of, what it is. How old is Robin Until now? Until I perfect three. that time machine, there's nothing we can do about <laughs> no. it. He's three. And I, yeah, it's, uh, you can't live your life thinking, when are we having another baby? We've yeah. got to get it. Because then it, you just can't. And especially with our, with our lives. Yeah. 
You know, Crazy, it, we will get pregnant again and you'll be back on tour. I can just see it. Yeah. Hopefully. Just, Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> Might in for five days this time. Shocking. <laughs> and it's a boy. Cheers. Right, I've got to jump in the taxi. <laughs> You're laughing. That is actually you. That's, that almost, that's basically what happened. <laughs> At least you were crying. At least you were yeah, crying while yeah, that Yeah, I was crying. Oh, I yeah. Oh, you had emotional. I yeah, felt, it wasn't there. I felt bad on my way to that five-star hotel. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I didn't get to stay in the hotel. I had to come straight home. <laughs> Is it hard when Chris goes away and he comes back? Mm-hmm. Do you find it's more difficult with him there? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I get so used to kind of just doing it alone mm. me and me and Robin have got our little routine we're sorted we know exactly what we're doing Chris comes home carnage utter carnage isn't it sorry if I look, if I look like I don't, I'm don't. i not listening it's because I've heard this speech multiple <laughs> times we've got a routine you and just you get in, in the way and you ruin it you get in the way because I had my like week mapped out because of because I had to. I was like, right, I need to take them there on that day and then go there and we'll go and see them and then you come home and it's like what we're we doing like we've got play, we've got we've got appointments actually, Chris. So you're gonna have to just crack on by yourself. That, the main one that you used to kick off about was if I had a week of gigs where I was at home, but I was at home on the night, but I was away. On so um, imagine I'm doing gigs that are two, three hours away, and I'm right. saying to a manager, look, we'll drive home each night, and I'll get like the morning to see Rosie and Robin. Mm-hmm. But then that means you were having to hang around in the house, weren't you, until I woke up? <laughs> it's like we're meant to be its women, yeah, actually. Yeah, it's like you've ruined the whole day is ruined because they've had to hang out. And Robin is he, he has been since since he's been able to kind of walk and move around. If you keep him in the house for too long, you'll hit a magic moment where he's just unbearable. He really? wants to just get out of the house. Like he gets a puppy. bored when Boys, he gets bored. Yeah. He's climbing the walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the amount of times you would go, when you're back, you, it just ruins everything. We're normally up and we're out. <laughs> And then, we're, so, and then we worked out that you need to get up and out until before I woke up and then you come back and then everything was okay. Yeah. You come back in for lunch and I'd be there. Yeah, but, he's yeah. like a puppy. You've just got to run him round. I sometimes just take him to the local park and go, go on. I'll run him ragged. Someone run. said to me that boys yeah. are like that. They yeah. need to be fed, boys are like slept, puppies. like yeah. they're asleep and... and, and, that's and, it. and yeah. They're happy. Yeah. Just got to be knackered. Yeah. Just that, That's the only way he sleeps as well, isn't it? We've just got to tire him out. Yeah. Run him out Gosh, like a he's dog. Full on. Yeah, he's he is full, full on. on, really full on. Sometimes we get jealous, don't we, when people come around with little girls? I know. Oh, it's all so quiet and calm. Oh, I know not every girl is like. Yeah, it, obviously. But every almost all but two. It feels like when you've got boys. It feels like when you've got boys. They yeah. sit nicely. They read. They colour in. They do, don't they? You don't hear a peep from them yeah. except if they want a drink or something. And then they always say please and thank you, <laughs> boys. Where's yeah. Get all it's the like drunk little girls out. sitting there. When there's little girls around, they just sit there doing nothing. When when Robin's boyfriends are around our house, it's like there's a little stag do. Bang bang bang! Get down off their bang. And then, but then oh, the girl, the girl, jumping. I know. Then the little girls come over, going to the mums, "Mummy, they're so loud." Yeah. <laughs> little, oh, girls so said, loud. little girls have said that about Robin. Like, he's so loud. <laughs> yeah. He is very. I mean, I think that's partly us as well, though. Absolutely. We're a loud. Yeah. Family. Yeah. We literally yeah. talk for a living. I know. My mom, <laughs> exactly. What do you expect? <laughs> I, I got upset, not upset, but like just I was kind of talking to my mom once. I was like, Mom, Robin is, I thought he had a glue ear. You know, I thought oh, he had yeah, something I had wrong with his ear. Yeah, 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 well, my little brother did as well. Yeah, yeah see, so I, I was thinking, my mom was going, Mom, he, he shouts when he talks. <laughs> <He's> so... <laughs> and my mom just looked at me and went, Rosie, have you been in your house before? <laughs> me and Chris are like, Chris! 
Yeah, there's nothing wrong with our kids here and nothing wrong. Not when you mention Easter egg. Oh, he's there. You could whisper, you could walk into the shed, lock the door and whisper Easter egg and he could be at the back of the house and he would appear <laughs> in the shed. What's this about Easter eggs? Yeah. Easter. But if you see him wash your hands, oh, nothing. I realised there was nothing wrong with his ears when now and then, if I want to really get his attention, I'll be going like, Robin, 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 and he's totally ignoring you. Then genuinely, if you go, Robin, he turns around, whisper it. <laughs> Robin, shout then, Robin. He goes, what? And you go, you are just ignorant of what you are, son. Rude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, there are times when you're out and about with a louder child and you feel judged. Yes. All the time. Really? It's not yeah. just me. Oh, constantly. He's, he's really, really full on. Yeah, you can always hear him. I go pick him up from nursery in the morning and I'm standing in the queue with all the other mums and dads and whoever and all you can hear is Robin shouting. <laughs> Yeah, just all that, all the other kids, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> but not ho- not horrible, loud, yeah. not obnoxious, just loud, and he's just in your face and runs everywhere. He can't walk; he just runs <laughs> everywhere. And you, you three boys, do they now put their coats over their heads like superheroes? Is that? Happened no. yet. Mm. He holds the bottom. Robin un- does it un- constantly. Holds the bottoms of the zips out and then loops it up over him. <laughs> it just runs around like that, like Batman. It's <laughs> crazy. Great. Yeah. Just hear him all the time. Yeah, but it's not like you say it's not nasty. And he's always just trying to tell you a story or something right. that's happened. But because he's so loud and because he's so tall and big yeah. in public, everyone is normally just like, "What is wrong with your five-year-old? Like, why is your five-year-old so weird?" And it's like, <laughs> "He's three. He's just, he's just massive." Yeah. But he's, one thing I do love about Robin is that he's really, he's really cool around other adults. He's not shy. Right. Not in not in a not in a rude way. He doesn't just go up and whatever. But he's not shy, is he? So, because obviously where we live, it's like our hometown. People have always known who Chris is, and now me a little bit more. Since Robin's been born, he's always had to kind of say hello to people. Yeah. Does that make sense? So yeah. it, you, we'd go say hello because people stop and chat to us. He just thinks we've so got loads of mates. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we are two. So with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've only got two mates yeah, and you're one of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When's he going to find that weird? When's he going to start going, why are these people getting pictures well, with I you? I think he's grown up with it, so he's never going to find it yeah. weird. Yeah. He's never going to find it weird. It? Yeah. Have you all yeah. said anything about that or not? Buzz, Buzz asks uh, if we can watch certain people on TV. And we're like, oh, they're not on TV. And it's like, why not? Oh, I get you. Yeah. I get you. Because it's like, so he'll see us on TV. He'll see like, so we're really close. Right. Our friends are on TV. Yeah. So you know, you'll just, just pick like, someone just else anyone. randomly. Yeah, like, can we watch that person? Like, yeah. No. Like, no, they're a doctor. Oh, my, I never <laughs> thought doctor. about. Yeah. They've got a real job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not make believe wow. land. Oh, that's lovely. Mm. Oh, bless him. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Right, we we were on the Sarah Cox show the other week, and we had it on in the morning. I was like, Robin, look, look. He's going, ah. Oh. <laughs> Wasn't bothered at all, was he? Super wings on straight away. Yeah. After that. Yeah. Imagine, imagine <laughs> seeing your mum and dad on telly when you were a kid. But I think because they've all done it since such a young age, I think yeah. if they were like five years older, they'd be like, "Oh, well, that's strange." Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Just got no idea. It's quite nice, really, isn't it? It's you know. Innocence man's lush. Definitely. Mm. <laughs> I love that bus just randomly requests people on telly. It's great. Can way. I watch me mate at school on the telly? <laughs> Doesn't work like that. He's also decided that he wants to be on The Voice Kids, but he wants yes. us to take him right. and then come home and watch him on telly. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> you, could, you could arrange that. You could ask them. Just a little a sly recording, you know. Just for the bit. I'm not having it. I'm going to report you if you do. I want, I want that to be fair. I'm going to send an email. It's got to be fair. <laughs> oh, bless him, though. That's really sweet. 
<laughs> um, what is the biggest challenge? Because you two, you like fly around with Robin as well. Like you travel. Mm, yeah, yeah, we try. You to, don't, don't shy we? away from going on holidays and stuff. No, mm. no. I think the challenges we find because he's good at traveling and we're not scared of it. Is I just I want him to have lovely manners and I want him to be really nice. And so I, I find that I put so much pressure on myself to be like, what, what do you say? Mm. What do you say? Be nice, say, say goodbye, say thank you, say thank you. I know I do it and I can feel I do it, but I think you've got to to just get it into them, you know, because they're like little little robots and you've just got to program it into them every yeah. day and repeat yourself constantly. So I find that quite challenging just yeah. to get him to be just a, just a nice little human. It's for having time away from him as well. We always have like, obviously it's we're here doing this today. Yeah. And, you know, got great support network. My mum and dad mm. will have him and he just runs, just r- absolutely rules the roost at their house. But, you know, the, the great, your mum's brilliant mm. with him. And it's that thing of, I feel really guilty. We both feel really guilty. I know it's going to sound weird coming from me because I've been away a lot. But when I'm away, he's with you, mm. Rosie. So you didn't feel bad, did you? Well, no, because it's fine. He's, he's with you. I keep saying Rosie because I'm pointing at you as if <laughs> as if people think that I've just left me child with you, Giovanna. Right? When I'm away, Giovanna, he's, he's with you. Well, I am friend number two. He's with you and the lads. You know. He's with you and the lads. Trust. Um, Trust. Yeah. So, but when leaving him with people again and again, like I've got to leave him with mum and dad night, and then tomorrow night I've got a gig and I've got to leave him there again, and I, f- I let I let it really it really gets gets on top of us. Like when he's when he has to be with other people too much, even though it's fine, and I really miss him as well. But when he's with you, Rosie, I don't as much because it's kind of like he's with me when he's with you because well, it's I'm exactly the same, the same thing. It's the other way same around unit. as well. Yeah. yeah, but I think it it's because we grew up with parents who were there all the time. Oh yeah. yeah, my mum and dad being away was mm. a, a, a yeah, I can't huge remember. thing. I can't remember my mum and yeah. dad not. Don't think they ever left us. To yeah. be honest, no, yeah. it wasn't a thing back then, was it? You didn't, you didn't go for a night away. You know, he's only going to know that life. Yeah, he's not. You know, gonna, yeah. and he's only ever with grandparents. He's never with a stranger, or you know, well, it's only with family. And how amazing that he gets to have that time where he's creating those bonds yeah. with the grandparents. That's a really yeah. weird. Yeah, it's true. And you know what? He had me solidly. Yeah. For like most, he's had me for most oh, of his sick life. Of you, mate. You're old news. I know. <laughs> fed up of you. I can tell you. Daddy's in me. town now. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Actually, like, has your has your relationship with him changed? Yeah, since I've got back, since I've sort of I've since the beginning of the year, I finished t- uh, me last tour uh, November last year, and I've been apart from now I'm doing a little bit more, but I haven't really been away solidly since then mm-hmm. at all. I've been with the odd little night. And we're probably a little best mates oh, now. I'm like forgotten. <laughs> really? Totally forgotten. Yeah. Only for like food and, you know, stuff like that. It's and funny cuddles. though, isn't it? Because I think like for you coming into your zone yeah. with Robin must have been quite alien. But then yeah. for Rosie to suddenly, now just, it's their zone. I'm shunned. Yeah. I am shunned. After all you've done. Uh, this is the thing. Yeah. That where, is, where is the gratitude? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've given everything. Everything. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it is nice though. Yeah, I'm just put a little, you know. Obviously, I've, your little besties. But, it's very sweet. Don't I, give me credit. Don't I? Sometimes when he's crying and he's saying he wants me to take him to bed, aren't I? Don't I try and get you sometimes? I've and it's it. really sweet. But I'm like, mate, I've put him to bed. Like she's not bothered. I've, got, I've, no, I've banged my bedtime. Sometimes she'll go, "Mammy, take you to bed," and he goes, "No, daddy." And she goes, "No, mammy." And he goes, "And she goes, fair enough." And I'm like, "No, you gotta go with mammy." <laughs> oh, and no, she's I'm like, "Chris, like, it's oh, fine." I'm always like, "It's fine." Yeah, daddy, I'll just go. I know. You think you. You you like as if I I'm just, upset. I'm like, I, know. I just don't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't want you to feel bad about it. Yeah, I, re- I really don't. I've read them books. Yeah, <laughs> enough. Me, me heart sings when he wants me to just take my bed. It's really oh. nice. Because, like. Well, because he's because 
he missed so much of you yeah. not taking him to bed. Yeah. You know? It's class. We'll go to bed, read a little story. We'll sit and slag her off. It's <laughs> 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 I bet you do. I bet you're doing all. Uh, it's when he's asleep, I just whisper it in his ear. <laughs> Did you notice that broccoli was slightly undercooked that she gave you today, Robin? She doesn't love you. <laughs> she wouldn't let you have. Yeah. She wouldn't let you have that lolly. Daddy would let you eat two Easter eggs. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> It's really creepy, that. <laughs> I heard that in my own headphones. I creeped myself out. <laughs> All right. Rosie, how has your relationship with your body changed since becoming a mum? Because you said you've put five stone on while pregnant. Yeah. And, you know, I think from my upbringing, mm-hmm. my relationship with my, my body was quite a strange one because I always knew my mum was on a diet or mm. they were being fed, the word fat was thrown around so much. Yeah. Like you're always looking at yourself going, oh, what am I meant to like, not like? And mm. then your body changes and then whatever you're left with afterwards. Oh, <laughs> the sack. <laughs> the baby sack. Um, it's a funny one for me because growing up, I used to swim when I was younger, so I was always really little. And then um, I was a singer-dancer, so I used to, I didn't ever have to exercise because I did it as my job so it wasn't until I had Robin that I'd really put I was always kind of like a size 8 to 10 not massive I wasn't I always kind of thought I could be thinner you know even though I look at pictures and and feel physically sick at how lush (laughs) I was Um, but (laughs) no and then when I I put on five stone and I lost four stone I I mean gosh probably put it back on now but I weirdly sorry definitely haven't no, not five stone. I just I lost the five stone though, didn't I? And then I think I put about a stone. I don't know. I haven't been on the scales. Weirdly, I'm possibly the most confident I've ever been in my whole life now, mm. um, because I think even though your body changes massively when you have a baby, having a child, being a mother, gives you a confidence like I've never known in my whole life. Everything changes. Nothing looks the same. <laughs> not even my feet. Like my feet are different. It's weird. What's yeah. happened to your feet? Just they're just different, gee. I just can't explain it. They're just different, like wrinklier, like not as moist. You're not as... suspicious of your own feet. They're just dry. Them. They're just really dry. Like what we ma- like, you know, when you're growing up and you- my mom's always had really dry feet. Bless her, she's beautiful, but she's got dry. Just like she, I remember she used to file them over the bath and that. That's me now. Like I've got to file my feet. Dry as sticks. Put my, my tan on and it goes in the creases. Mom's always had dry feet. <laughs> What an amazing sentence. When I grew up, my mum always had dry feet. You could, could hear her coming down the hall like sandpaper. Like a little dog. <laughs> my mum's always had dry feet. But now, no, because I'm a mum now and I've got really dry feet. And I never had dry feet. They were lovely. My feet were soaking all the time. I had trench foot. <laughs> Moist. Moist as the day is long. I was honest. People would always say to me, are you constantly standing in a paddling pool? Because your feet. <laughs> the, honestly, that is the weirdest thing that anyone's ever said. I'm trying to think of bits that are really different. <laughs> what has motherhood given you? Dry feet. Dry feet. Dry feet. Light a match on these feet now. <laughs> <laughs> So, 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 yeah. With your driving. Yeah. Yeah. We actually end each episode of the podcast with you completing three sentences. Okay. So I'll start a sentence and you finish it. Right. So for you, like being it. a mum means everything and more. <laughs> <laughs> being a dad means whatever she said. <laughs> No, no, I think that's not. If you look deeper into 
are into that. <laughs> uh, being a dad means um, providing, protecting, and... Dry feet. <laughs> Moisturising your wife's feet. <laughs> Oh, could you not have emailed these before? I'm <laughs> terrible at these. Okay. Terrible. Since having children, I I've got really, really dry feet. <laughs> They're so dry. <laughs> <laughs> Since having children, I am uh, less selfish. A lot less selfish. Mm. Yeah. Since having children, I. Um, more selfish to address the balance <laughs> <laughs> in the household. Uh, I've discovered who I am. I know who I am now, weirdly, from after having a kid. I've, I've always wondered what kind of person I am, who I am, who I want to be. And I feel more me than ever. And I think it's off having Robin. Oh, God, your answers are loads better than mine. You've Ask gone, him you've first. Gone to comedy. I know. Well, I, mean, I, oh, right. I don't want to rub it in as well. My answers are better and my feet are so. <laughs> Moist. They actually are. <laughs> they are. God. And finally, I'm happy when. Chris, you can start this one. I'm happy when. Oh. She's going to slag us up. When I'm with my family. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. I thought you were going to slag us off. No, why would I? Nah, I'd rather you would be with our family than another family. Yeah, well, I didn't. I, <laughs> Only so I didn't mean I meant my other family. Right? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. I'm with them with, no, the ones. When I'm with my family. Uh, I would say the same. That's, I'm unhappy when my <laughs> wife copies my answers. It's <laughs> me unhappy. Though. Okay, uh, I'm happy when Chris is away. No. <laughs> no, you can be. You can be. You're allowed. No, no. I'm happy when we are all together as a family. Fist bump. Oh, guys, thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. It's, it's been, been a joy. It's been everything and more. Oh, good. Thank you very much. <laughs> like your answer. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thanks for having Bye. us. <laughs>